okay. But just so you know, if you were gay, that'd be okay. I mean, cause hey, I'd like you anyway. Because you see, if it were me, I would feel free to say that I was gay, but I'm not gay. This is Random Acts of Tangent. I'm Adam. I'm joined by the maestro. Howdy. And by Jester. What's up? What's going, guys? Not much. There's something that's happening that I, I want to talk about, just because it's it's so weird to me. It's something that was part of my childhood. Uh, Sesame Street. Yeah, I'm, I watched it. Yeah. Yes. Did you watch it when you were a child, which is a big thing to you? Yeah. Yeah? How about you, Maestro? Dude, the only child show that actually has a pimp. <laughs> count? The count, right? Yeah. Where's my money? How many times must I slap you? <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, One great slap, two slap, three slap. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, I watched it a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, well, now what was your favorite character back in the Burton Ernie days? Uh, honestly, it got to be Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster? Yeah. The the crack fiend? You remind me yeah. of the crack. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you remind me of the Cookie Monster sometimes. Why? I don't know. <laughs> like the Bagel Monster. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that's old. That's an old one. Sorry. Who uh, ate my bagel? <laughs> exactly. Me, me, me and uh, Jester used to live together a long time ago, back when we were very young, kind of straight out of high school. And uh, he used to buy bagels all the time because he, he just loved them as a snack for breakfast or whatever. Yeah, breakfast. Yeah. And uh, I, I would eat some every now and then. My sister would also eat some every now and then. And he flipped the fuck out one time. Who ate all my bagels? You guys sound like Bert and Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even... Yeah, and it was just, it was, it was, so we, this is the way that friendship should work. The way we remedied this problem is we all teamed up together and busted your balls about bagels for a good year. Yeah. <laughs> until. <laughs> I just, I stopped giving a shit. Yeah, they're like, all right, turns it's not, out. It's not worth all this trouble. There's bagels, come on. Yeah. <laughs> not even Jewish. <laughs> oh, man. You went there. I, I went there. All right. All right, hit uh. my quota. You happy? <laughs> all right, we're two minutes in and we already got a racist joke in. That's not racist. <laughs> Everyone's That's a little right, bit little racist. Bit. It's true. It's tiny bit. Uh, how about you, Marshall? What was your favorite Sesame Street character? Dude, Oscar the Grouch all the way. Oscar the Grouch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you live in the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I, now, I actually did like Ernie. That was my favorite. I, I, I can't Wait, tell you why. why. Well, actually, there was a video game that I used to have back in the day. This is back a long time ago, like Windows 3.1, before all the new Windows and stuff, where it was it was Ernie's magic show where you had to, like, he was a magician, and he put up a shape. Now match the shape. Oh, that's a square. I know it's a square. And that was just the game I played on a floppy disk. A floppy disk, nonetheless. That's how. What the hell is that? It's it's like <laughs> three point one four megabytes of data. It's, it's, it's about the size of a CD, but it's a square, and you put it in your computer. Oh, do you mean the? Yes. Oh, I thought you meant three and a half floppies. No, no, no. no the big ass, the like, big yes. size disk. And you know, as, as a kid, even I thought I was super smart. So what I I I'd take a CD, and I'd open up that floppy disk and put a CD inside of it, trying to maximize my storage. Out of the floppy disk, but it would not fit in the reader. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you're a smart kid. <laughs> All right, maybe I would. <laughs> touche, touche. <laughs> All right, but the reason I bring this up is because Sesame Street is in the news because there is a Facebook group that has been put out that is trying to uh, sign a petition to get Bert and Ernie married. Oh, oh. gee, Bert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, does, does it say how many people so far? Uh, well, in this story, and it's kind of old. It says about uh, seven thousand six hundred people have signed the, that's, uh, that's or they've liked the page, which is which is nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. But somehow it still made national news, where it's it's gotten coverage from all kinds of places. Well, come on, children TV show goes like you know, um, like adult. Come on. Yeah, and, th- and that's the thing. I mean. 
Did you ever think the Burton were gay? Did that ever cross your mind as you were watching as a child? Not when I was watching as a kid. But looking back now. No, now it's like, wow, they spent a lot of time together. Yeah, and like the only th- the only reason why I even thought uh, that um they were like a little bit more than just friends was because well, you know, that doesn't really mean anything really. I mean Bert was just always disgruntled. You know? Yeah, well, I mean he, no one I mean like nothing ever pleased him. Yeah, nothing. it looked like a stereotypical bad marriage already because like someone's always <laughs> angry and the other person's always cheering the other person up and then they're sorry about it and everything's fine. You that on one's on an upper and one's on a downer one of the two. Yeah. Yeah, but if you had a ginormous unibrow, wouldn't you be pissed off all the time also? Hmm. Some tweezers. <laughs> and little puppet hands. Yeah, no, but th- now uh, Sesame Street is saying that even though they are identified as male characters and possess many human traits and characteristics, they remain puppets and do not have sexual orientation. Ooh, good shot. That is a smart move to yeah. keep Sesame Street back in the yeah. bo- in the gray. No one's getting bashed. You're just like, no. Yeah, well, I mean, but they're dudes. Come on. They're, no, they're, they're right. So they're what? puppets. There's no denying they're, yeah, they're puppets. They have no dudes. legs. <laughs> That's right, huh? Have you seen Sesame Street on Ice? <laughs> no. I retract my question. Yeah. I know, have I, you uh, seen Sesame Street on Ice? <laughs> <laughs> no. Of course not. What? Uh, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> really, though? Like, marriage? Two, gay, I mean, two guys getting married. I mean, it's... I don't know for a kid show like that because it, well it's public broadcasting right yeah yeah I, 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 I'm on Sesame Street side yeah what what, what is that going to accomplish now hold on actually what the, what the group is trying to say is uh, that they wanted to get married because it's been a long time coming and they probably deserved each other they they want to get married because uh, to teach the acceptance teach kids yeah to uh, yeah to teach the kids the acceptance of gay and lesbians yeah I understand oh. that which is I mean it's it's fine but. These are kids. I mean, do you really want to teach them at that level? I mean, they, they will eventually get to a point where they understand what gay. I, th- and I think. Are. I think the whole. I think the time for uh, teaching kids when uh, about like sexual orientations after they realize what their organs do themselves. I think that's up to the parents, actually. Yeah, but I mean, at a point where you're trying to learn what shapes are and what numbers are, you want to throw in uh, <laughs> guys like guys sometimes. <laughs> it's Whoops. just. It, it seems like it's a. That's, that's a very heavy concept for someone trying to learn what a fucking square is. That's, I mean, that's true. And think about it this way. I mean, like, if they don't even know what their testicles or, or you know, what, whatever they... Vagina's what you're looking for. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But, you know, they, uh, they, they don't even know what their, their, their organs do. What's the point of, like, teaching them that's, what that's you can true. do with them? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it, seems, it's, it seems young to me. It's too young. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all for having gays and lesbians being accepted as a part of normal society yeah. now because we're at that point in society where it is semi-normal. I mean, it's not as normal as... As it would have been back in the day, but we're, we're we are progressing. We are getting to a point where it's it's more accepted. I what I think is just that um the people as a whole should understand that children doesn't have that kind of understanding of adult thought processes yet. Well, see, not everyone thinks that way. Yeah, a lot of people think they just just be exposed to it and bombarded with it, so it's just accepted. Let me ask you something. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Do you think it's okay to tell a child that you can whack off anytime you want to to make yourself feel better? Uh, no. How old no. is a child? Do you, I'm not going to tell a three-year-old that. Yeah. There's no way. at a certain point, it doesn't matter if you tell him or not, he knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get him started at like six. That, that trying to, that's just not cool. That's weird. Or I don't want to give him the wrong idea of how your body works. Or how about telling, or how about telling a, a child uh, of three or six or nine or whatever that you can have someone else jack you off and make yourself feel better. No. It's, what? Why no, are no. you going to be a terrible, <laughs> terrible Now, parent? let me ask you something. If 
because let me just tell you something. I mean, like All right, the whole idea. Give a list. Of, the whole idea about uh, sexual orientation. The whole idea about um, having two people have more than just uh, uh, emotional love for each other, right? And have that expressed towards children and have them understand it. Yeah. Sorry, I, I was just thinking. I don't know why, but it was just following your question. Uh-oh. And I, it's like, do you think it's okay? I'll tell a child that a man butt fucking another man is normal. Mm. I'm like, see it. No, nah, that's why I'm just leave that. You know, you know, totally. He can <laughs> cognitively understand these concepts. What's butt and, fucking? Yeah. Oh my god. Then it's like, I mean, that was that one. That's a stretch. That was supposed to be yeah, a joke. But think about this one. <laughs> now that now you got a whole new thing about curse words. Yeah, I'm not worried. He's gonna start cursing when he's like in fourth grade. Anyway. They gotta teach him what fucking means. I mean, where do you draw the line at some point? Oh, Mommy, what's the job mean? <laughs> <laughs> Like mommy, what's a rim job mean? Oh, oh God. why? See, no, <laughs> I think he just proved his point. It's just too young, dude. It's, 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 it's too young. No, I was with him though. I'm just like, oh, forget oh, it. I just, I, I we solidified it. We, it's, we're in all agreement. I, all right. Now here, here's an, uh, an extra twist from the uh, the Facebook campaign. Oh God, we're not asking that Sesame Street do anything crude or disrespectful. Only that they allow Bert and Ernie to marry or even add a transgender character to the show. They did. Who? who? Well, who's not in Sesame Street, but the Muppets definitely did. Who's who? Who's, what? Who's, who's, hold on. Don't you remember, what Muppets are you watching? Don't you remember that one? That one? That <laughs> one? That one? One but one Muppet with like blonde dreads, really big lips that look like uh, Kimmy. Her name's Kimmy. She's the drummer, right? In the Animals Band. Exactly. She wasn't transgender. No, it's not transgender. She's kind of butchy. Like trans, okay, transgender, <laughs> transvestite, all it's different term. What they use? What word do they use? They use transgender. Transgender. Transgender, as in a male who identifies as a female. Oh. Or a female that identifies as a male. Okay, so how about this? No. How See, are you... Transgender... Pl- okay, I'm sorry. Sorry. No, you're, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I had the terms mixed up. Sorry, continue. Oh, let me rephrase this then. I, I used the wrong Muppet. Okay. Elmo. Elmo? He's not... He's a kid. That's what he sounds like. He doesn't sound exactly. like transgender. Yeah, well, yeah. you can't tell if it's a guy or a girl. In that aspect, I'll oh. agree Elmo is a puppet. He's not male or female. Yeah, he's... Yeah, that's... Although he does now, this is interesting. I don't know if you knew this. The, the person that, that actually works Elmo, whoever has his hand up Elmo's ass, is is a is a big black dude. This is this is great to me because I when my daughter was all into Elmo. I don't know why I brought her into this, but I was watching the Elmo's things and the guy that did Elmo who was interviewed on some Australian talk show, and it was just it was so weird to see this guy because he's he's a big black dude and he, he's got a he's got a deep voice. But then he switches right into Elmo voice, and it's, just, it's very like, whoa! It just it doesn't. It, it, it's hard to compute a little bit. Like Stewie Griffin. Well, not some. Well, it's like Seth Seth MacFarlane. He's a eh, he has a very masculine voice, but then goes to female voice. Yeah, but I mean, the thing about it is, is Seth MacFarlane does so many uh, different types of um, voices. Right. Just to see his face with their voices coming out. That's it's true. Just, it's just a shocker to begin with. It is. In fact, there was there was a time when me and Jester went to uh, a screening of the Family Guy movie, the, the first movie that ever yes, came out. Yes, I remember that. And we we got the whole red carpet no, treatment. I don't want. I don't like thinking about that. It's it just, very upsetting, it, it right? It bums the shit out of me. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll get to why it was upsetting in a second. But I we, think we talked about this last time, actually. Did we? Yeah. Well, not last time, but a long time ago. No. Well. Eh. Eh. Here it comes again anywhere. Get ready. <laughs> Buckle in, folks. Uh, so me and, uh, me and Jester, we get to the, the screening, and we, get, we sit down in the audience, and uh, Seth MacFarlane walks up on stage, and he starts talking, and his normal voice is Brian, and that, and that throws me off. Yeah, it threw me off, too. It's, it's like, like, whoa, that's him talking normally. That's, no, you're a dog. You're a dog. <laughs> you should not be talking this way. And it, just, it, was, it was very weird because the voices that you hear are not – you don't associate face with them. You associate the cartoon body that, that they, they embody, I guess. Yeah. 
So I, it's, it's very weird to hear certain voices coming from certain people because it's just, it just doesn't make sense a lot of the time. <laughs> like uh, Seth Green, he he does a lot of voices. He, he plays the, the, the voice of... Um, Chris, Chris Yeah, Chris. Yeah, Chris. And Chris is a big fat dude. Seth, Seth Green is a very tiny white man. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't Seth Green play most most of the adolescents in the sto- in the show? Yeah, too? He, he does a lot of voices. Yeah, yeah he does Robot Chicken too. Yeah, but yeah, the, they made fun of him in the Robot Chicken too. After like every Star Wars, episode. yeah, they made fun of Robot Chicken in Family Guy. Right, that was fantastic. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah. Fuck no. you, Dad. How does it feel to be on the television? What's it? What does he say? How does it feel to be uh, on a television broadcast for like? 20 minutes, 15 minutes. 15 minutes, yeah. <laughs> no, but the, the, the part of the story about the Family Guy premiere that we went to that was upsetting is we left after the movie was over. We went home, and uh, the next day I realized that in the in the packet that we got from K-Rock, because I won tickets, there was also a, a pass for oh. the after party. God. To go hang out with the Family Guy crew and everybody. as It's like a red, a red carpet after party that... We totally missed because we did not look through the full packet. You know, that bugs me so much, dude. It's very upsetting. <laughs> I, I could have been hanging out with Mila Kunis. We could be married right now. Uh, I don't... I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, hey, that's how it went down. <laughs> All right? That's how it would have gone down. God damn it. <laughs> I was thinking maybe I could have got a contact for after school, you know? Yeah, hit me up. Ah, fuck yeah. yeah. You, you hang out in kindergarten with Stewie Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but okay, back to what we were talking about, though. Uh, Elmo, right. Elmo yeah. does seem a little... On and off. That's a right? that's that's on um, that's borderline though. I have no idea how we got here. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> what are we talking about with the voices? Elmo being a transgender, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> that goes back to Burner. But Burner, I mean, are they dudes? You can see it, and when they talk, I mean, yeah, it's that they they identify as male. Elmo is not a human creature. Yeah, no, he's a creature. No, oh, he's, he's a monster. He's not a human. He's he's a monster breed. There is a breed of monster like <laughs> Cookie Monster, Elmo. The, monster? There, there's a bunch of the the race in Sesame Street is monster. That's what they're called. Okay, you just gave me nightmares now. Like uh, the other guy, the guy that is a superhero. Still got nothing. I, I don't know. Uh, you guys don't watch it anymore? I mean, no, you, you're you're excused. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I have no reason. Superhero? Yeah, there's a guy, uh, Gruber. Oh yeah, I, I remember. Know. It's Gruber. Super Gruber. Yeah. I, I, Maybe that's I, oh, I think it's Super Gruber. I'm just gonna be quiet. Sounds right. I have no idea what you guys it's, are talking it's, about. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's a blue monster with a giant orange schnoz. Right. Yeah, that's the guy. Okay, and he just gets hit. All- <laughs> watch, watch the Scrubs episode with the El- with Sesame Street on there. He's the only one that gets beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's We're move done. on from Sesame Street. Are we done? All right. Oh, but it was a good episode. No. Of Scrubs. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's connected to the whole the whole gay thing. Here's, here's a story about a gay again. Shocker. This is a uh, this is from Congressman. Now this uh, this guy, Cameron Gibson, representative from Indiana, Philip Hinkle. He was caught up uh, through some scandal because. Uh, he was caught with an 18-year-old doing some things. Now, he all right, he admits to going through Craigslist in the section marked casual encounters between two men. kind? Oh. No. <laughs> so he, was, he was going through, through the gay personals in Craigslist. Oh. He admitted to that. He also admitted that he paid $80 for, quote-unquote, a good time. But he denied that he, tr- that he had sex with this dude. What constitutes sex? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Could you just cut like a hand job, hand job or a blowjob? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's not sex if the balls don't. What's his? What's his? Uh, what's his party? Uh, Republican. Yeah, that figures. Oh, <laughs> that's why I said shocker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Maybe what, that was his good time. What, what actually happened though is Ooh. this became a story because he apparently claimed that he got robbed. He got one hundred forty dollars in cash, an iPad, and a BlackBerry were stolen from him by this. Guy he met on the Craigslist because he wouldn't put out. 
Okay, so continue. Well, what turns out what actually happened, well, according to the um, Cameron Gibson, the 18-year-old, he said that oh. once he found out he was a congressman, he freaked out and offered him $140, an iPad, and BlackBerry to keep his mouth shut about the whole thing. Whoa. Ah. The whole time... The plot thickens. Yeah, but the whole time he says, and this is a quote from, from him, the representative Hinkle, I say that emphatically, I am not gay. Emphatically? Emphatically. What, is he just bi-curious now? They ask him what happened in the bedroom? or <laughs> No, it's just... The, the reason I bring this up is because it's it's very... Uh, it's, a, it's upsetting to me that people cannot own up to the things that they do once they get caught in the act. And th- this happens across the board with anybody... Uh, it did, like uh, Wiener. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With, 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 uh, with Wiener, the, the Democrat from uh, New York. <laughs> get over it, Maestro. I feel like a three-year-old or like a 15-year-old. He's like... <laughs> Wiener. Maybe we shouldn't have started with Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I understand. It's like it just seems like nobody up there can just man up and just say, "Yeah, I did that." No, no one. They just can't keep it in their fucking pants. I think the whole wealth and power coming in there, they just they get in their head. And like I told my girlfriend once, I was, you know, I'm going through history. I might want to get into politics. You're like, you into politics? The, no way. This is the way. <laughs> I, this is why I believe about money and power. The second your face becomes known as someone that's wealthy and powerful, all shit hits the fan, and you can't do nothing. Yeah, well, the kid didn't know about it. Oh, That's, no, but once again, once it was known, he freaked out. Uh-huh. That's what he claimed. Yeah. It's the same thing that we talked about on uh, one of the more previous podcasts with uh, Dominique Strauss-Kahn, the, the guy from uh, from France. The, the, the maid yeah. found out that he was a to be the president of France, and then she decided to conjure up fake rape charges to get money out of him. So were, yeah. they, were they actually fake rape charges? No? They were, yeah, they were fake. Okay. They were fake. Yeah. Well, that's fucked up of her. Yeah. Bad news. Fucking <laughs> French again. Yeah. No, but it's just uh, if you get caught for something... You should you should man up to it. I think. I mean, if you're caught red-handed doing something, then own up. Yeah, I did it. I, I fucked up. Fine. Except except what's coming to you. Don't try to pussy skirt around it and get out of it. Well, I think that's the thing about it, though. I mean, that's part of like a lot of society and survival in general. You're just trying to when when something bad happens, the only thing you can think about is number one, really. And what you try to do is you try to uh, just make everything either just go away so the stress goes away. Or you just try to make every you just want to go back to your happy place wherever that may be. Yeah, but at a, at some point you're just adding on to the the fire that's yeah, going to burn it worse. You. That's of what course. happened to Winter. He of lied course. about it and lied about it, and then it's of like, course. okay, it happened. Then he got heckled and he quit. Of course. I'm just I'm just saying is that that's just the reason most people that's the first thing they uh, try to go to some place to protect themselves from what might happen because they're afraid. Yeah. People's fear they have to overcome their fear in order to take advantage of it. You know. So they're pussies. Sure, that's what we want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I mean, you. If you're that well known, and you try something like that, I mean, even remember the guy in the I don't was it the White House where he got caught with his page. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Craig, Larry Craig. I'm not. I can't remember I think very it's Larry well. Craig. But it's like you do this stuff, and you expect nothing's going to happen to you ever. I mean, that's just come on. You know more better than any any husband cheating on his wife. I mean, if someone's going to find out eventually. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're living in the suburbs and you cheat your wife with somebody far out in the city, like in the outskirts, in the you're probably okay. In the city. If you're in the public eye, you got yeah. a million eyes on you, you got to be a real dumbass to think you're going to get away with something like this. I mean, like, even TMZ and all the people follow anything popular. Fuck TMZ, dude. I, I fucking I, hate them. Yeah, <sighs> it's it's very upsetting. <laughs> the whole... But, uh, oh, I don't really care. I'm mean, just saying that, like, that's the whole purpose for their lo- for that mo- the whole thing is the 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 find all the information on people that everyone follows. 
if you got if you're a politician and you want and you're in the public eye, they're gonna want to know everything about you. You have to be as clean as like what? How do you say it? So sterile baby's bottom. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> sterile baby's <laughs> bum. <laughs> I, I didn't want to use clothes. I, I think we should sterilize babies. By the way, what? I think you should sterilize people. <laughs> Lic- licensing for kids possession. Yes, is yeah. that you brought up? Right. Okay. Okay. Did you, did you ever? Did you ever wonder that the cleanest? Did you ever hear about this? The cleanest area in the entire house. Toilet. Yes. Yeah. Mythbusters, dude. Creepy, huh? It is. It's what? weird. Yeah. The clean. Oh, shit. No. It's yeah. clean so often is because of the, the chemicals in our body clean it. No. See, I don't know. See, that's what I don't <laughs> look, look, look. I think the whole thing about it is, is the, the powerful disinfectants they use. Because first off, the entire kitchen, the entire kitchen, you can't clean everything from top to bottom with a disinfectant that probably would take, take away whatever laminates or color. It would be mainly, uh, <laughs> but you it, can clean a toilet with anything. Well, you yeah. know, another part of it probably is that you assume the toilet is the nastiest part of the house, so you clean that the most. That's might be true. Where as the counter gets gets fucked up, you dirty. Just get, everyone uses it. Yeah, yeah. So no you one just get a, a washcloth with water and wipe it down, and you think you're cool as long as it looks clean. You're right. With the toilet, goddamn. How the fuck did we get to this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sterile babies. Let's move on. I think that's how it started. Yeah. I, I got I got one more story about a um, is, ugh, gay. No, it's not gay. This is not gay. Jeez. In fact, this is this is so far the opposite of gay. But it does involve uh, a Republican lieutenant governor from Missouri. This is uh, Peter Kinder. Now Can he say his name. Peter Kinder. Now the reason he's in the news is because uh, he was caught with a cell phone picture grinning next to a penthouse pet, Tammy Chapman, at at a bar in St. Louis. Now this wasn't just any bar. This was a um, a pantless bar. Nice. Mm. Have you ever heard of such an amazing thing? Harold and <laughs> Kumar of topless bars, right? Harold and Kumar number two. What pants? Oh yeah, there's a they pantless bar. His, no, they went to his friend's party, and everyone's wearing tops, but no one's wearing pants. And I'm like, what's going on? You've heard of topless parties? We were creating this new thing, pantsless <laughs> parties. But I didn't think they were real. Like, I, I, it's my first time hearing about it. Was it's a pantsless story. bar. So pantsless. is it un- underwear or just nothing? It, it just says pantsless. Uh, I don't know. That like that's that's weird. I, I can understand if he was like just at a bar, like right. you know, like hey, you look, you know what, celebrity, and you know what, she's hot. Take a picture. You know that I can and, understand. And by the way, take your pants off. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a little out there because you're supposed to be. You're literally a public role model. Right. You're re- you're representing other people. So putting yourself in that situation as a representative of people in your district, that's just nah. That's not not cool. He's not. I don't think he's going to get reelected if that keeps up. Yeah. Well, he's he's not married. If that makes anything better. But there, there is a let's see. Somebody was saying that I highly doubt the lieutenant governor is going to a bar where they don't wear pants on a night when they don't wear pants. So I, I think originally he was trying to say like, yeah, I went to that bar, but it was a a, a pants night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turns out when I got there, they said take off your pants, you can't get in, and I was pot committed. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could just walk around, yeah, turn around and walk away. <laughs> no, with my pants on. That's embarrassing, uh, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of pants, here's something about uh, clothing in general. Now, uh, you've heard of the uh, the most horrible show on the planet, Jersey Shore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, oh, God. Why apparently, uh, Abercrombie and Fitch has paid the cast of Jersey Shore to not wear their clothes. Get out! <laughs> awesome! <laughs> that, to me, is fantastic. That is a perfect... Way to market well, your clothes. I think they actually they covered that on a lot of uh, places. Actually, what was it called? Um, 
Abercrombie Fitch wasn't there. Wasn't there like a some sort of slogan they had? Oh, interesting. This is this I, isn't the story. No, I, I don't the, remember. Was it GTL? No, 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 no. Something else. Well, they they have two shirts. That apparently, in the story anyway, that Abercrombie Fitch does put out. One is GTL, which uh-huh. is the uh, popular catchphrase from Jersey Shore, which yeah. is uh, stands for Gym Tan Laundry, which is I guess is a daily routine thing. Like, oh, today is my GTL day. I'm gonna go gym tan and laundry. Uh, but there's also uh, the douchebag uh, Mike Sorrentino, <laughs> who's on. He's known as the situation <laughs> on the show. That's it. That's the word. Yeah, the and, and they put on their shirt the uh, the situation. Uh, like oh, gotcha. a fish, yeah, a situation. Yeah, but now they're paying these guys to stop wearing the clothes because it's going to put, quote-unquote, significant damage to the company's image. Exactly, yeah. Hey, you want to look dumb and freaking guido? Want to hit women? Wear yeah. clothes. It's, yeah. It's just, I, I like this story because it puts Jersey Shore in a negative light. It's Well, it's the opposite of what you normally <laughs> it puts hear. It in a negative like light? It. Yeah. I think they do that themselves. <laughs> very true. It's I think, very it's, true, I think it's just true. showing exactly what... Uh, a lot of people think about Jersey Shore now. I just think it's great that an actual um, clothing line decides to I'm say, "Don't wear our clothes, please." Yeah, <laughs> right. But here's the here's the thing about the story that kind of it's odd. After they announced this, the Abercrombie Fridge stock dropped. The stocks in the company dropped after they told Jersey Shore not to wear our clothes well, anymore. Of course, stocks drop once in a while, no matter what. Well, let me ask you something. It's a boom bust cycle. Who man. watches Jersey Shore? Douchebags. And what do they do uh-huh. with their money? <laughs> I guess I, honestly, I don't know Jim one Tan person. I, I don't know one person that watches Jersey Shore. That might just be our local demographic. Rex Rex watches it. He's admitted that he watches it, and I always give him a hard time about it. He watches it. Yes, on the show, I've get, I busted his balls about it, and he's unapologetic. <laughs> no, he doesn't but, have no, to see, apologize. But, but this is one thing that is kind of brilliant about why he watches it. It's uh, you have to know your targets. Like if, if you're interested in a, in, a, in a girl, chances are she watches this stupid show. So you have to have something to talk to her about. And he, and this is one thing that we, we kind of have a disagreement about, where I would rather not know that, but it I, I can see how it has some sort of benefit. No, it's, if that's research. So tell, so yeah, te- research, exactly. So you're telling me that the whole point to getting with certain women or men is to, to, to watch Jersey Shore? It it can be a strategy, I guess. No, I mean, that's, that's one way to do it. Because if you watch a lot of popular shows that are on television – it adds conversation topics and it can help you build rapport with people of the opposite or same sex or in groups. If anyone's talking about it, you can get yourself a player in the game, get your foot in the door so you can hook up with somebody or make a contact. That's but, one way. I mean, this, this is the, this is the downside though. Then you, the only things you can say are just quotes from movies and TV shows. And then you look like a movie buff it's, that it's, does it's nothing but, but watch TV. It's a foot in the door. That's all it is. You don't talk about that all the time. Dude, you become the cable guy. That's no, <laughs> that, that's, that's an extreme. That's, I mean, if you watch maybe a show every once in a while, I mean, that's one thing. Seriously? <laughs> oh, my. Is that cable guy thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just remember the part where he's uh, trying to get the guy to enter the door. It's like, okay, I'm leaving. Oh, that's, wait, that's medieval times. Walking Before away. Yeah, okay. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Then he rushes the door and bah, starts pounding on it again because he's crazy. But no, I won't watch Jersey Shore. I, I, even I even if I was single, I mean, that strategy, I won't. I won't. No, I can't do that. It's like torture. It is. It is torture. Yeah. It's exactly torture. I would rather just not. I, that's just that has that. Even when I was single, that, that was just my thing. Like I don't like. That's, I don't give a shit. Like I'm not gonna waste all this time so I can get with you. What I can do? Ah, you're See, not my worth it. That's why I have more respect for you for that. Well, thank you. Have, have you ever watched any of those shitty uh, MTV reality shows? Any of them? When I was a kid, yes. Which one? Uh, the Real World. Real World. Okay. And Road Rules. 
All right. But I was young and I was in high school. Okay. So as soon as I was like, this is all pretty dumb, then I right. just stopped watching. Right. Why so, am I going to waste an hour of my time watching a show or shows that just show other people who are arguing with each other? <laughs> and I realized that this is, it's like, it's almost like The Sims, if you think about it. You're indulging yourself in someone else's life. Right. And not paying attention to yours. I never liked Same The thing Sims. thing with anything like that. I never liked The Sims. You never liked The Sims? No. I love The Sims. In the, almost in the same way where I get to control somebody else's life. That's the whole point about <laughs> it. I don't want to spend my whole life controlling someone else's life. Well, see, in The Who Sims, wouldn't? I can do art and get I a don't... better job like in two days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where in real life, I have to go to college for two years to get a mediocre job. <laughs> Fuck you, bud. I'm still in college. <laughs> oh, sorry. Was it more than two years now? Fuck. I went to I went to JC for five years while working full time. All oh, of a sudden, and then they, they were like, hey, guess what? You're accepted this really great college. And I was like, what? I'm like, really? I thought I was just going to transfer some crappy Cal State. Oh, no. It turns out, oh, all right. So, <laughs> whatever. How about you, Marshall? You ever watch any of those shitty shows? <sighs> Uh-oh. Um, I don't like those shows. I, I, I despise them. I, I sense a guilty pleasure, though. Nope, no guilty pleasure. Nothing? Nope. A dramatic pause for no reason? No, the, no, the dramatic <laughs> pause was this. The reason why I hate them so it's much bluffing. is because I got the chance to watch them once, and I couldn't change the channel because someone was watching in my household. I see. And I was stuck watching the same show because they had a, they didn't have reruns. a marathon? They had a marathon. <laughs> uh, that's what they do. They do the all weekend. They play the same shit all yeah, over again. Catch a whole season in a day. I think exactly. I died a little bit that day. See, the, the one show that I did watch was the with the uh, Flavor Flav. The uh, what? F- flavor, a flavor of love, I think, is what it was called, where it was him just trying to get a chick, and there were a bunch of uh, attractive chicks. And if you know who Flavor Flav is, he's not attractive. He's not dude. attractive at all. There's nothing he's got going for him. He's got those big clocks, though. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a big clock. <laughs> I'm sure that, that's what the <laughs> chicks are attracted to. His giant clock. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch on to that for oh, a second. Very good. <laughs> no, but I, I did start watching it, and I couldn't stop watching it because it was there was, was so much drama that it kind of enveloped me. But then I started noticing that with every episode, I got more and more angry at people. Where I I, I had to stop watching because I just I, I was spending my whole time watching it, just being angry. Like that's no way to spend the night, just to upset yourself. Yeah, I could just watch C-SPAN or something. I I mean honestly, there are limited shows. Of, anything? Okay, I'm really weird, and no. Shut your mouth. Right. <laughs> here, here are the things that these are the only channels I watch. I watch. I have recently, honestly, honestly, recently, I've come into a. Uh, this is I have one guilty pleasure, and it is on accident Uh-oh. because every Monday and Tuesday I would sit down with my dad and I watch TV with him. You know, Cougar Town. Uh, no, <laughs> wow, not that bad. All right, good. Thanks to the community. That's great. I like that. Uh, Chef Ram- <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Chef Ramsay shows. Oh yes, Hell's, Hell's Kitchen, Kitchen and Kitchen Nightmares, and um, not Kitchen Nightmares. No, I don't. Is there a new one? Is it because uh, he belittles Chef. everybody? Oh. Yes. No, honestly, I, I hated him for his attitude. Well, but might, yeah. I realized when I – because I would watch it and what was also cool, my friend Steve, he lives up in Berkeley and he just graduated, got a job, but nice for him. He watches the same show too and normally I'd be online while watching TV and I put something in. He's like, yeah, I'm watching MasterChef. So we'll talk about the show while right. it's on and I'm talking to my dad. So recently I've come to appreciate that, but it's because I I love food and I'm watching these make these delicious – meals and if they fuck up one small thing and he flips out yeah i'm like yeah don't don't fuck up my food Uh. huh no but i was like oh gee and and that's the one thing i've gotten to it's like a reality type although you can tell some of it's staged right it's still that's difficult 
So that's, I mean, that's the one show that I've gotten into. Everything else is just History Channel, History International, Military Channel, any, like those shows that, like, back in 1942, and they, they, they teach and they right. show you things. Those are the kind of things I watch. All right. I mean, and I, and maybe if I'm watching MasterChef or Hell's Kitchen, I'll learn how to cook something. Wow. Oh, I understand why you're into the whole history stuff because that's Dude, your, that's your major. No, it's anything. You can learn how to cook just military like, dishes. That's no. <laughs> fuck that. I don't want to be a what is it, the rations. What does yeah, it call yeah, it? You can make rations. rations. Chocolate. Oh, I can learn how to make pop tarts. All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, really? No. Everything really? I watch is just like informative types of shows. Like I was watching how comets affect the Earth the other day, and I was just I was interested. I was like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Because you watch those shows, does dark matter exist? Oh, I know it's being researched. Exactly. That's that whole black hole. That's a black hole thing. Uh, um, it's it's no. matter that it, it it's exists like it's, in a black it's, hole. It coexists with a string theory, I think. What? String theory and a dark matter. It's matter that I think is what I think it's supposed to be like. Almost, I can't remember the 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 definition off the it top of my head. It doesn't matter. It's not. Huh? It, no, the it's thing matter? it's it's in between particles that is extremely <laughs> difficult to measure or even find traces of. All right. So they do. Ex- All right, I'll stop. <laughs> yeah, doesn't. Matter. Yeah, see, see, but I is. can talk about uh, these things with people when I'm watching these shows. Yeah, do you know this? And yeah, guess no, what? It, it's it, real. Oh my god! No, but see, honest to god, I'm interested, but I know that it's not very interesting to other uh, people. Yeah, whatever. So we're moving on. <laughs> yeah. I'll sit back up on my. <sighs> All right. Uh, have you ever <laughs> get off your high horse? Yeah. Yeah. Take off your monocle. It's comfortable up here. <laughs> dude, right. we got the Monopoly guy with us today. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, dude. Have my nights. Thanks for the free parking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Anyone <laughs> for the quote? Yes? No? Yes, oh, all right. yes. Too. Thank you. Very good. Uh, have you ever pulled a prank on somebody? Every, yeah. Yeah, I pulled a prank on the police when I was a kid. Oh, what? I called 911 and I hung up. Oh, bye bye. Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's not funny. It. That's really anticlimactical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They came into my house. Any legitimate pranks? Um, I'm sure I have. I know of one that we all pulled together. Which one was that? But I want to say, hear prank? individual stories first. Oh, okay. Um, I know I have, but I can't remember. All right, I'll give you a second to think about it. How about you, Mushroom? Oh, pull prank on you. Oh, on me? What? Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> you don't remember, do you? This cannot go well. Exactly. <laughs> what, 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 what happened? <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it, well, I actually got quite a few of them. A lot of them are drunk stories. Right. Um, but That's probably why I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, it was on your birthday, actually. All right. Uh, well, no, dude, I... Well, it was supposed to be a surprise party, and I was the one that was picking you up and everything like that. Oh, yes. yes I do remember that. Yes. I looked like a real dumbass walking into that surprise party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was, it, it was actually at Jester's house, the, the, the surprise party. Yeah, was. I remember that one. And I don't, I don't know why you convinced me to, to stealthily sneak into the back door. And I went all SWAT, and I, I pulled out my cell phone, and that I pretended, the, I pretended garage, it was a handgun. It was the garage door. Yes, to the, to the garage yeah. door. I had my the phone out like it was a handgun as I burst through the door. And everyone's like, surprise! And I'm like, ah. you look, yeah, that face you just did right there is exactly <laughs> what you did. Shock and terror and surprise all mixed in on one face. This phone was ringing or something. <laughs> yeah. You look like an idiot. You had to look that back when they had antennas. The antenna was extended exactly. like a barrel. That was my scope. Oh, God. That was my silence rod. My fake gun. And we're like, what are you doing? And you like shriveled up a little bit. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was fantastic. Uh, I can't remember any pranks off the top of my head. All right. Well, here's a prank that we all we all pulled. I, I believe we were all there. Uh, we had a friend in from Seattle. That oh yeah, he was, he was that very, was good. That was not great. <laughs> I was ingenious. That was freaking ingenious. And I, I think it was Doc that gave us the idea. It, it was. It was, it was, it was Doc, Doc or Rex, one of those two. But he was complaining to us for some retarded reason that he doesn't have any drunk stories. 
and we all have a drunk story, and he wants to have a drunk story before he goes back up to Washington. No, no, not Doc. No, no, that's who who gave us the idea for the prank. <laughs> no. Who was it? That was me. Was it? Yes. Oh, look at you, Maestro. Who do you think gave you? Who did he told you I guys? A, probably the best. He knows him the best. Yeah. I guess that's true. So what we did, we happened to know the bartender at, at the bar we were at. And uh, what we told her, <laughs> we told her was, all right, we're going to get a round of shots for everybody. We want one shot of Patron and 10 shots of water. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you come, that's what you do. Yeah. And the, we'd have her hand the Patron first yes. to him because it was his little celebration yeah, going thing. away party boy. Yeah. So everyone, did, he'd be like, ah, oh, it's a Patron. And then everybody water. Yes. And everyone, some of us fake like we were getting buzzed and Absolutely. drunk. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so he was passed out before we even go back to my place. I, was, <laughs> I swear he's the most. No, it's, that's not, it didn't stop there. No, that's not no, the end. Uh, <laughs> that's not yeah. the end. Well, I swear he's like the most gentlemanly uh, drunk I've ever seen in my life. Very proper. Yeah, yeah very, very proper. He's like an Englishman. Excuse me. Could you open the, could you open, stop yeah. the car for a second? Can I ask you a favor? <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> What's the matter with you? I need to evacuate my stomach intestinal area. Yeah. Outside of your car, poor favor. Where's your Victoria? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Could you please start the car again? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, no, we get, we get back to my place. And uh, one of our neighbors pops by for no reason. He, oh, he just shows yeah. up all the time. He, he just the, the way we met this guy is fantastic because I met him again recently the same exact way. Really? Yeah, we, we'd have a party, and he'd, just, he'd show up with a bottle of liquor in his hand. Hey, I heard music, I heard a party, hey, I brought some liquor, let's party. So he, he joined the party, we became friends that way. No, we became friends because eventually I was sick and tired of like have them having a party, and us having a party, or whatever. One night, that's when you met him. Okay. I, would, I walked over, there. I had like like some of the 18-pack left in a box, All right. and I was like, I'm sick and tired of not knowing these guys, so I just picked <laughs> it up, walked over, and I was like, hey, I'm your neighbor, uh, I want to say what's up, and I brought beer. Is that cool? They were like, yeah, and that's how I met him. And then that's why he'd come over, hey, and he'd bring alcohol. And then it was like that until we had a Fantastic. Move. And this happened about a couple, a couple months ago. Same thing. We were having a little get-together at my place. And he walks up with a bottle of vodka and, like, and, and two of his friends. And he's like, hey, I heard music. I got a bottle of vodka. And I'm like, yeah, come on in. And then he's like, I know you do. <laughs> like, wait, wait. Yes. Bubby, the guy like. Bubsy, yes. No, okay. exact guy. All right. It's like, yeah. Oh, you still live here? That's crazy. <laughs> you forget because he went off to Afghanistan or yeah. He went over to he's uh, doing missile control or something. yeah. Good, great guy. But anyway, so he comes over right before he he deploys off. So he, he's got a shaved head. He's ready to go off to the military, and uh, we we convince him or not even convince him. We just ask him to do it, and he jumps on the couch with our passed out friend. Yeah, and we start taking suggestive photos. <laughs> <laughs> Not before we wrote all over his body. That's right. So his parents wouldn't, he'd see it. We wrote everywhere that it wouldn't be exposed, like under his shirt or like right. he had patches in his jeans. So we'd write in the patches. Yeah. The idea was for him to get home, wake up in the morning and go to take a shower, take off his shirt and be <laughs> like, whoa, yeah. whoa. It worked too. <laughs> it worked. And I was like, so, hey, it was like, hey, so anyone else see this? And he's like, no, you guys are dicks. Yeah. So oh. They had one photo where it was, uh, he was sleeping, passed out, but, uh, Bobby went up real close to him. But like not not like face to face, but like like maybe a foot off towards the camera. Right. So it looked like their faces were together, and like he was about to make out with them, but he was passed out. Yeah. With his mouth open, so it was like, oh, dude. Yeah. But it's not like so much passed out as it looks like he was just close his eyes for a deep, passionate kiss. <laughs> yeah. So the positioning was perfect. It was great. <laughs> so he showed him the photos, and he was like, oh, you guys are assholes. Hey, dude, you asked for it. Hey, you got your drunk story. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, he's a good guy. Very good guy. Is there a story about this though? There, there is a story. Now, th- this is a prank that went terribly wrong. Now, this is a, a three-judge panel ruled 
against uh, the bullying of two 14-year-old boys. And they're now supposed to register as sex offenders for the rest of their lives. Ooh. The reason is the uh, the two boys, they sat on the face of 11 and 12-year-old boys with bare butts. They, they, like, they like mooned them, but then sat on their face. Pretty gnarly. And now they're sex offenders for the rest of their lives. How old are they? 14-year-olds. Uh, I don't... Th- I think that's just cruel and unusual. Cruel no. and unusual? Sex... Okay, well, I don't think they understand the, the kids. I don't think they understand the entire meaning of sex offenders for them. It's just a prank, and kids are evil to each other in that age. Yes. That, that seems like a common prank. Yeah. Well, okay, I don't know about you. How but a I never, common? Well, yeah. okay. I never experienced it, but that's something that I Pranks would hear a lot like about. that yes. seem like they would be somewhat commonplace exactly. because of the childhood nature. Where do you live? <laughs> I, live, I live down the street from you. <laughs> I live on your street. <laughs> I'm your roommate. <laughs> no, but I mean, if you think about it, I mean, they were probably, they, honestly, they were bullying the kids. They wanted to embarrass them. Yeah. That's the idea. You're not going to bully someone for the rest of your life. And you do, you get the shit kicked out of you when so you get older. So are you telling me that they pulled their pants down, stuck their butts in the, another, another person's face and said that was embarrassing? Yeah. It'd be embarrassing. You should face someone Think about what asshole. you're saying right now. <laughs> Embarrassing for who? Exactly. Oh, for both. Shit, for both. See, and that, and that, that's the move that should have gone. The 11, 12-year-olds that got sat on should have just came back and like, you, you bunch of fags, you guys. You should get married on <laughs> Sesame Street. You, you couple of queers over here. But instead, the judge, the courts got involved, and now they are sex offenders for the rest of their lives. Not until they were 18? No, no. The rest of their lives. Damn. 14-year-old kids because of a prank. So now, I don't even think that's a prank. That's just like malicious, really. That's well, either way, really? it's. I think it's bullying. I don't think it's a prank. I think that's just a form of bullying. Yeah, a prank would be like if you're like, hey, can, like, you know, they open a door to go into the closet and someone's standing there mooning them. That's a prank, like Tom Cruise. <laughs> that, but that's that's more of a form of bullying. And I don't think that that were, there was sexual connotation, in, in, intentional sexual right. connotation. Yeah. But that's the way the courts interpreted it. And what what state was it? Uh, the state. Let me see here. Texas? That, that's exactly what I was thinking. I don't know. First oh, thing that popped right? in my mind. It appears to be out of New Jersey, I believe. What? New Jersey, huh? What? This story is, it's not in the story. That's weird. Uh, well, they did create Jersey Shore, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm not go. surprised, yeah. though. Is there a in? Was it the, situ- <laughs> was it the situation? <laughs> oh. He acts like a 14-year-old boy. No <laughs> kidding. I would say 11 or 12, but... <laughs> no, either way, I mean, I think it's more of a form of bullying. I don't think it's a prank, but I don't... Think that their intent was to sexually abuse the kids. Uh, oh, I think wait. it was just embarrassing. Hold on, here's more of the story here. Oh, oh here we go. Uh, the trial court found that while the boys placed their buttocks on or above the victims' faces, at least one of the boys' penises touched the lips of a victim and might have parted the lips. Although the contact was unintended, it raises the axe from horseplay and bullying to a more serious offense. Okay, so. It seems like that they was there right on there with me until that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was there. So they they convinced both of them. They was they, they were convinced that both of the boys did this. Yeah. Well, hold on. It was it was one boy. It was no. It was, it was two. Yeah. I, was yeah find, I guess it was both boys. They would find out. No, the kids would say like, uh, but for the rest of their. Uh, that's just. What the fuck is wrong with their parents? <laughs> Shit. Well, this is uh, to me. This is just horseplay. This is just boys that's, being that's boys. That's not horseplay. That's, that's that's no, a no, very that, no. That's bullying. That's, that's just weird. Well, the whole the whole penis lip touching thing was an accident. Are you it's, sure? That's what they say. Yeah. Well, if, if you're gonna sit on somebody's face, you get your pants down. I mean, that could happen accidentally. 
Could it not? No, he'd have to rubbish. He'd have to like rub his ass in the kid's face up and down in order for that to happen. I assume that's what happened. Which is even creepier. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with no? these kids? <laughs> no. Oh fuck. Maybe the- maybe they should. Maybe they did need it actually. Uh, but sex offenders for their entire lives. I'd say until eighteen. I wouldn't even say sex offenders. I just yeah, throw give them some sort of punishment, but not no, sex ca- I, no. I would. I don't know if I'd label kids sex offender that young. I think mandatory counseling would be in order. Can you and, be sex offender that age? Don't you have to be older than apparently you can? Apparently you can. I, oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> don't your testicles have to drop first before that happens? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Apparently they did in this guy's mouth. Honestly, if I was a judge, <laughs> I, I would I would withdraw the sex offender, but I would require at least one year of counseling for both kids. Okay, I'll go with that. that that's what I would do, because I don't think they understand the meaning of what they're doing, because I mean, now you watch yeah. MTV VH1, and it's just fucking everywhere. Porno kids growing up, I understand, okay. but at the same time, it's, <laughs> yeah, okay, I sound like that, but <laughs> but it's, I think that it's just they're being exposed to things that they don't understand. I think they should have the, the capacity to, or the ability to understand that, and in hindsight, they may realize that they made a mistake, and why... They almost got the sex offender. I think they should dangle that in front of their head. Sex offender for life. You have to understand why. Exactly. This, this is could important. happen to you. Exactly. I mean, because I think about it this way. I mean, the kids they don't even know what they don't even know what the meaning of like adulthood is, anyways. Not yet. They think exactly. they, they think they do. Exactly. And that's the whole point about it. I mean, they have to be taught what the difference is. You know, if, even if that be the case that they may have already known or not. I mean, they're really young, man. I mean, trial and error. You know. Now think about it. What do you think is more impactful? The uh the effect of the kid that got sat on and possibly the uh, penis in on the face or being a sex offender for life. I don't know about you, but like if I was have someone's about to sex put their, offender for life. If okay, if someone's about to put their face on my their butt on my face, I I do something to stop it from happening for one. Punch him in the butthole. There we go. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean like like what you're saying if someone was about to sit on my face unless i mean i wouldn't res- i would resist if i could i'm not 12 i don't know how i think back then but now i would think i know. for one would turn my head <laughs> okay well, there you go <laughs> but, but is that gonna scar you for life you think if someone uh, sits on your at face 12 i don't think so i don't think it'll I, don't, scar I don't think so either and that's why this whole lifetime i Megan's think law- i think it might hurt the kid in his reputation in school and maybe his identity as he's growing up a little bit that's why you move. But exactly, go to no. another school, start over. But not not even move. No, I mean, he has the capacity to get over it. He has time. He can heal that. If you're a sex offender for life, you're a sex offender for life. You're screwed. And not only that, but you or, might adapt to the how people think of you. Or you cha- or you get out of the U.S. That's that's pretty that's drastic. That's pretty but drastic. It's the only way to get rid of the whole. No, sex but anybody thing. That's that, true. anybody that's not in high school anymore that has gone past high school can tell you high school doesn't mean shit. What true. happens in high school? Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody yeah, it was important anymore. back then, but now I'm like, fuck, that was yeah. stupid. So yeah, somebody sat on my face in high school. Is, is, does your boss know that? They weren't even in high employers? school. They were 12. That's oh, right, junior high. They were like sixth Christ grade. Sake. No, this this kind of stuff does not follow you for life. Sex offender follows you for life. Not only that, but like I was saying, there's things, there's a sociological term called looking glass self, and it's how you perceive yeah. yourself from how society looks at you. If society looks at you as a sex offender, yeah, you might become a sex offender. Ooh. That this perfect segue into a story, another one. This is great. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> calm down. Well, what, geez, I know. Wow. All right. Slow okay. down, man. I'm gonna give you a term, and I want you to tell me what you think it means. Minor, Sex. minor attracted adults. Wait, minor attracted adults? Yes. Uh, it sounds like adults attracted to minors. Yeah. 
pedophiles. Yeah, pretty much. Whoa, 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 whoa. Minor attracted to adults? Minor attracted adults. So that sounds like fucking political wash in order just to wash away the the, that sounds like the, the stigma t- of pedophilia. That, that's what I was looking that for. That is exactly stigma. what they're trying to do. Uh, they're trying to change the term pedophile into a minor attracted person. But it's pedophilia. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> but the word pedophile, it adds a stigma to pedophiles. Because there is a good it's a stigma for a reason. Yes. <laughs> But they're trying to change it because it's 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 increasing the rage within the pedophiles because they're being called this. Are you kidding me? No, this is a real fucking story, <laughs> dude. They even have their own mascot. What? Yes, pedophiles have their own mascot. Oh, the bear. Yes, pedo bear. Yes. Yeah, heard about that. That can't be real. Uh, it is up. real. That's a South Park episode. No, no. no? They have a mascot. Pedophiles have a I, mascot. I don't think it's an official mascot. Come but on, everyone knows about it's, pedo bear. I don't. I don't think everyone does. Some people see it and don't understand it. And it's it's yeah it's it's a, it's a, it's a, I would say this it's a symbol. I don't think it's a mascot. I think it's a symbol. Dude, uh, they, bear. Look look look. They have look it old, up. Do you have a computer? Yeah. Type in pedal bear and look. They even have their own logo. This, I don't know if they have a logo. They have like their own stickers no, no, and everything. No, I've got to look that up. <laughs> Stay, okay, I know they have stickers, and I've seen I've seen a little clip, and I didn't understand what it was until I realized what it was. But dude, this I, bear was this bear was hugging this kid, and he, and he stood up and he ran off with the kid. Oh, what? And the parent was laughing because he didn't understand what the bear was or what it, what it symbolized. You can get a pedo bear pope shirt. At <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is an actual thing. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, like I'm saying, I don't think it's a. It's not like they want him to represent them. But I think that's how people identify them now. This is the catchphrase on pedobear.org. See? There's an org? Yes, I told you. This is the catchphrase or the tagline. Calm down. You're scaring the children. (laughs) Away. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's 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 a gag. I don't think it's it's not this gag has got such a great quality. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So if you see I saw have you seen that? Like okay, no, no, no. I mean Okay, b- let me finish. The de- they have decals yes. that you can put on the back of like your truck, like you know you see like Calvin pissing on like you know yeah, yeah. pissing on Ford or whatever. Right. They have the pedo bear with his head stick. Did you see his face? Yeah, he's got face. his head sticking out of the side of the window, like staring at you. Oh and no! And I'm like, I- no one gets it though. Like only certain people get. It. I understand it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you telling me that you're a pedophile? Like that's fucking gross. Is that, is that the message? No, no, it's it's. <laughs> It's symbol. It's just a lot of it's supposed to if just you see be just be funny. Pedo bear on a bumper sticker. Do you assume they're a pedophile? Or no, I'm going to assume I know pedophiles? what they mean. That's no a, a real pedophile. I would think would not put that on there because Holy the whole thing Christ. I think is just supposed to be a symbol and a joke for pedophilia. Oh, Bob! Very not funny subject, which is turning out to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pedo bear. Yeah, scaring the children away. Yeah, you can find that. Like, if you, if you go on YouTube, you can find the video. I of, will not go on YouTube searching pedophiles. No, pedo bear. <laughs> just, okay, well, th- yeah, that, that's the whole symbol the maestro was talking about. It's it's funny. Wow. I wouldn't say mascot. And well, technically, he can be a mascot. <gasps> Whoa! What, what if though? What? No. What if what? they have a uh, adults attracted to minors convention and a pedo bear shows up, dude? Like, 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 like un in no no no. What if if because you know they they probably get together like then like they're putting all this. It's called prison. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a long convention. <laughs> I never thought of that. Very good. Yeah, that's where they should get all of them. <laughs> Fuck, that's just wrong. Wow. No, all right, but we get this. This is from the organization. Uh, this is uh, think before you act, or no? I'm sorry. 
the organization is called Before You Act. Dot org. This is the organization putting out this whole thing about changing pedophile to minor track. So person. they're saying before you go grab that kid in the junk, think about something? I don't know. No. They're, no. they're, they're wanting us to think it's before, before we label act. them. It's before you act. Think was already taken. Yeah. No, but th- this, these are the people pro changing pedophile to uh, minor Yeah, but they've been person. labeled for generations now. Yeah. Great. But the, what the organization is saying is uh, stigmatizing and stereotyping minor attracted people inflames the fears of minor attracted people, mental health professionals, and the public. Without contributing to an understanding of minor attracted people or the issue of child sex abuse. I think all that is is just a way to confuse people. It sounds like... I'm confused. A red herring. It just, it's, it's like, hey, just they just want to change their name? Yeah. It's like red tape. Well, they're trying to change it from being a pedophile to being a mental illness. What if it is that, that is, the minor attracted people is is not is not just a PC term now. Well, isn't they're trying to change it to a a, a condition? A, yes, a condition. Can it be cured? It's called pedophilia. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, it's yes, fucking pedophilia. That's what it's called. But they're trying to change it up to. Uh, it's just there's no. It doesn't make any sense. You, you think that they might before the people that invented the whole idea about before you act story whatever? Yeah. Do you think they actually thought about themselves before they actually did that? I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not a pedophile. No, I'm, not, I'm saying. I'm saying the people that say you know, like you know, they should be called. Uh, I just I, okay, minor I attracted adults or minor attracted peoples. I had enough. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> now the the one thing about this story that kind of it, it makes me stop and think: pedophilia is morally horrible, right? And there's no way to accept it. Now, back in the day, homosexuality was also considered a mental illness. No, I understand the correlation between the two. Back in the day, pedophiles were not the case because it was the lifespan of an adult was not very long. Yeah, back, so back you, in the day, pedophilia exactly. was normal. Yeah, because they actually... Whoa! No, 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 because okay, I mean, the, the human life... <laughs> let me, let me back in the day before like uh, penicillin and everything, the lifespan for a human was very short. So marrying someone to like a 15-year-old yeah, is quite was, normal. Is actually quite that's normal, what yeah. I meant. I didn't mean like a fucking six-year-old or anything, okay? That's crazy. <laughs> No, but I mean, it's it's growing, going up to that section where it's still seen as, as a society. It's still seen, in my point of view, as wrong. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. They, they, well, the whole idea of it is they don't know what they're doing until of a certain age on average. So where they can consent to something. Yeah. So that's the whole background behind it. Backed by science. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Blah, blah. Yeah. And now they're like, well. So are you, you telling know, me? So are you telling me because they can't consent because they're too young is because they're just not as smart as they used to be in the, in the previous? There's No. The, I think the age is different now compared to back in the day because they want to raise it to make sure that when a child consents as an adult, they have the experience and the knowledge to understand why they're consenting. Oh. So, I mean, like, I think, like, in Nor- Norway, I think it's, what? like, 15. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. In different countries, it's all, the, the age is so, it's, it's much lower. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, most of these people aren't going for teenagers. Pedophilia, I think, most cases are, like, 9, 10-year-olds. Right. So that's that's fucking out there. Now they're trying to say it's a mental illness so they can scrape it off the plate. Yeah, well, see, this is, this is the thing that kind of it, it makes me stop and think about it because, like I was saying, being a homosexual was a mental illness back in the day. Yeah, but it was their choice. Not okay. Okay, well, not let me say their oh, choice. Choice. Okay. Hold on. Bad word. Bad word. We're bad born word. that way, bad sir. Word. No, exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> that I mean, it's not like they were. They they may not have kids. Don't understand their motives or their bodies as well as adults do. They're oh, yeah. In my opinion, they're victims. Absolutely. Where two, I would say, even teenagers who understand something of what 
they can control in their sexuality. They can, can somewhat consent to whatever they are. I don't care if they're gay or straight, but homosexuality back in the day seen as an illness was consensual or it was intentional, I think, the way it was. Okay. They knew what they were doing. And that's that these people, they know what they're doing. I don't think this is an illness. Right. No, I, I agree with you. Pedophilia is, is wrong. And homosexuality, yeah, but it just... It's one of those things that the reason I stopped to think about it was because at one point everybody was dead sure that homosexuality was wrong. Turns out we're no. not. It wasn't so wrong. No. Okay. Right now about- we're dead sure pedophilia is wrong. Okay. How about this? What's to constitute a person being a child to another person? Age, knowledge. Of course, of course age and knowledge. But the dis. Huh? The, I'm talking about the. I'm talking about ratio. I'm talking about the the difference between. Okay. What if an eighty per eighty year old and a twenty year old? No, no. The tw- see a twenty-year-old already, in my opinion, he, they should by this age know what they are doing sexually. But you know the phrase that uh, to an eighty-year-old, a twenty-year-old look like a child. Right. So that's like a sixty-year-old having sex with a fetus. Is that, is that what you're getting? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. No. I understand the, the the wide range. I mean, Hugh Hefner in this case would be a pedophile then, by by what you're trying to get at. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's what I think or my opinion. I'm just stating the fact that what people say right. about the whole idea about the age difference. Well, that's true. People, yeah. No, I don't. Some people, Hugh Hefner is sick because he's so old dating younger chicks. So well, what constitutes him being normal to a pedophile? See, a pedophile. In my okay, I'm, like I said, just my opinion. Pedophiles go for children. Most of the right. time, children don't understand their bodies or the actions that are going on and accept them as normal, but they don't understand it. If Hugh Hefner is banging a 25-year-old, the 25-year-old knows what the fuck she's doing. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, no, she, I, she understands no. the situation. <laughs> no, I, I get, you, I get your point, but there's a lot of 25-year-olds that are pretty, pretty stupid. Yeah, but yeah. no, they understand. They, yes, they have their own intentions. They yes. understand the situation. As far as understanding what is going on, yes, yes they understand. They do. That's Children why do not. No, and that's and why it seems like they're victims. Unless they're what? <laughs> what? <laughs> roofied. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 25-year-old, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay, not the child. No. All right. <laughs> Thank God. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Don't be weird. <laughs> I want to end on a positive note, so we're going to get away from pedophilia for a second. Thanks. <laughs> this is, uh, we're going to go on to NASCAR, and th- this is not so much a story as just something I did want you, you guys to hear. Did you just say positive note? should be here. Wait, wait. Yeah, wait. Did you say po- positive note, and then you mentioned NASCAR? Nothing's, right. nothing's completely wrong with NASCAR. Making left turns all day? It's, <laughs> it's like 400 left turns, but no, it's just a constant left turn. No, but no, no, no. It's not, not necessarily because there's certain straightaways too. No, I guess so. very small. All yeah. right, but anyway, this has five hundred man. NASCAR has very little to do with the NASCAR. story. The, the, the part of the story is uh, there was a guy who gave a prayer. Now, b- before NASCAR starts, there's oh always yeah, heard about that. Somebody gives a prayer, right? That's okay, great. Say, stay the whole story. Stay the whole story. All right, so I'm, I'm going to play the prayer for you uh, as right before we get out of here, just because it, it's so damn entertaining. Whether you're religious or not, whether you like NASCAR or not. You have to love this. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for all your blessings. You said in all things give thanks. So we want to thank you tonight for these mighty machines that you brought before us. Thank you for the Dodges and the Toyotas. Thank you for the Fords. And most of all, we thank you for Roush and Yates partnering to give us the power that we see before us tonight. Thank you for GM Performance Technology and the R07 engines. Thank you for (laughs) Sunoco Racing Fuel and Goodyear Tires that bring performance and power to the track. Lord, I want to thank you for my smoking hot wife tonight, Lisa. (laughs) My two children, Eli and Emma, or as we like to call them, the little E's. 
this great track. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. <laughs> are you sure? Wait, are you sure they should have named the kids Walker and Texas Ranger? Right, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Straight out of Talladega Nights with the Ricky hey. Bobby like, giving the prayers. No, Bejeebus. No, be Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise, usual witchcraft. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that at all. You should not. Nobody should ever have a problem with this. No, it's it sound it sounds though like a little bit of an advertisement. It it does sound a little bit like that, but apparently uh, what the reverend was saying here that uh he he never seems to be able to rehearse a prayer. Uh the simple prayer it just it, it loses interest of people. I want to get somebody's attention. So that's been our desire every time we've been up there. To try to make an impact on the fans and give them something they'll remember and maybe they'll go home on Friday night or Saturday night and say, maybe I ought to get up and go to church in the morning. Yeehaw. Now, I don't know if that's exactly the message I got, but I, I kind of re- respect the guy for trying to do something different and grasp the attention of people. To, to kind of show church isn't always boring as shit. Sometimes we're funny. Yeah, I like that. We can have, we boogity, have a good boogity, time. Boogity. I don't, honestly, I mean... I totally agree with you. I have no problem with the guy's prayer. Yeah, no. And he did get some flack about it, but I'm not even going to talk about it because it's bullshit. Just let the guy say a Why fucking prayer. Say no, I just wanted to play this audio because I think it's fantastic. That's oh, the only okay. reason. I just wanted to play this because it's great. Oh, kudos to him for going out on a limb and trying something new. Absolutely. See, that's the thing about I think society itself is like lost its interest in actually creating. Right. Like, right. Have you seen like every movie over the past 10 years? I've seen a lot of movies over the past yeah, ten years. How many times have there been sequels? Yeah, how many remakes? How many? It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of bullshit. And they're rebooting. True. Oh God, I, we got to get my friend on the show. He's a movie buff, and I'm just. I mean, I want to talk about. We're not. No. Oh yeah. Oh, this guy's a movie reviewer. No, he's he's like movie intense. Like, like is it like called it, Ebert intense? We we like yeah. it, but it's like to him, it's it's a it's a it's a hobby. Yeah, he loves movies, cinema. I think his uncle works for. Yeah, we'll get like we'll, we'll get him production. on the show, but. But no, he and I were talking, and I just I got I got a rant on this at least once. But it's about the constant rebooting and remaking and sequels, and not enough good ideas. Yeah, because when he told me that they were rebooting Spider Man and Batman again, that upset. That's upsetting. Again? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Spider Man just fucking happened. They're rebooting it. That's a, that. Uh, no, it's not. What upsets me the most is Batman because it went from Batman. You know, I'm Batman. And he was like, oh, you yeah, know, that's cool. And then, uh, then, yeah, exactly. And then it just ca- got carried away, and it was like, okay, this is silly, happy, it carried away, happy, silly, fun Schwarzenegger time. Schwarzenegger was exactly. a villain, Mr. Freeze. Oh, Bobo. And then it was like dead. And then they were like, okay, let's redo it for serious this time, make it good, gritty, actual superhero, fantastic, beautiful. And done. now they're ending it, and they're like, okay, we're gonna redo it again. And this, and I'm like, what the fuck? And just this leave time, it actors alone. will die on it. Yeah, so, uh, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's just it upsets me and. Oh God! I, it is upsetting. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that more when we when, when we I, have this I'll guy see on. If can get him though. Yeah, but I'm Batman. <laughs> I am Batman. <laughs> 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 Can't understand a thing he says. Yeah, we're gonna put a link on the website. This is a great video. Before we're, you act, is it before you act? No, no, it's oh, no, no. Back to the pedophiles. Dude. What, dude? We're done with that. <laughs> we're trying to move on. We're in like happy fun time now. Yeah, I have like I, I've got a beer going through my system, and you're just fucking. <laughs> now I gotta piss it out. No, all right. there, there's a link I want to put on the website where it's uh, it's a spoof off of the Batman versus Joker in, in the interrogation room. Yes, yes, where they're just talking to each other and uh, it's 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 hilarious. But check that link on our website. Also, there's a couple new things exciting happening on the website. Oh, really? Uh, we have a, a a new spinoff podcast we're going to do about once a month. It's called Top Shelf. Oh, it's a it's a podcast about the finer things in life. Oh, and the, the first show is already up right now as as you're listening to this. It's about vodka that me and Rex did. Also, there is a Tyrant Think, 
which is a podcast that Rex is doing where he's interviewing different people every every week. Every Sunday, a new podcast comes out for Dude, Tyrant Think. Is he like our news reporter? <laughs> no, he's, he's doing his own thing, but it's kind of we're all one big happy family. Dude, I swear. So let's check do, it out. Let's do something where we put him in the Niagara Falls with this weird raincoat hat with an umbrella. Yeah. I, mean, uh, like, I would love you to mean see like that. Bruce Almighty? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> freak out on camera. So check out tyrantthings.com for the uh, the podcast that Rex is doing. Also ratpackpodcast.com for everything that is Rat Pack Podcast. Random Extra Tangent, Top Shelf. Also the, the, the links for the the video with the Batman Joker thing. It's <laughs> fucking funny, dude. Very good stuff. And whatever else. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. All right. know what you're saying. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> I'm Adam. I'm Maestro. I'm Jester. Peace. Yeah.